Hey, hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Just Janice. My episode today is a little bit different. I am uploading a radio interview that I recently had with KLFC Radio out of Branson, Missouri, and it was such a fun interview for my book and really just talking about the Lord, and it was such an encouraging interview, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to upload this onto my podcast so that you guys can hear it. So I pray that it blesses you today and... Yeah, thanks for tuning in, and here we go. Well, I've been married 51 years. been a long time since I've thought about uh, anybody single in our house because everybody's been married. Same with you. Yep. But I bet you for some reason I can say, Janice, do you know anything about singlehood? Um, Just a little bit. (laughs) Just a little bit. Well, we've got this. My co-host is blind, so if you give me just a moment, Keith, hold the book. Yep. And it says, uh, I'm going to read it from you. You got to read it. Yeah. Hey, don't I can't look. turn it the other yeah. way. Don't Here, look. read the cover. Don't look at it. Turn around. And it's got some pinkish on it, Keith. Okay. <clears throat> Is the cover. Slayin. S-L-A-Y-I-N. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, That's slayin'. a good old Southeast like Missouri slay term. Slayin' singlehood. Yep. Celebrating life in every season. I love the title of the book. But we're going to find out about Janice. Now, Janice, that R.I. <clears throat> fooled me. And as a former football player announcer, I'd look at that and say, oh boy, Regal or Regal, so help me. Regal, you got it right the first time. That's Regal. Good. All right, would, okay. you go back to your yep. an- would you go back to your ancestors and say, why didn't they put an E in there, Keith, if it's supposed to be Regal, right? There wasn't one available in the box of letters at the Probably time. not at know. that point. <laughs> so Janice, we're going to go back. Tell us about Janice. Yeah, Where well, are you from? Where'd you grow up? Uh, everybody had a mom and dad. We figured that out a long time ago. Yes, so. we did. So, Where did it all start for you, Janice? Yeah. Yeah, so like you said, my name's Janice. I am from Southwest Michigan, born and raised, still live here. And um, my story is Whoa, that I... hang on. Hold it hang just a second. Southwest Michigan. Yeah. Where is Are that? Are you from Detroit or Chicago? Come on. What part of Southwest <laughs> I'm Michigan? From, I'm just south of Kalamazoo, which is... I mean, I'm from Union City. You say that, nobody knows where Her, that is. Your microphone so up a minute. Wait, wait a second. Ma'am, nobody knows, ma'am, but wait. you're on a station of people who might. Yeah, uh, Herb, uh, meet Janice. Hi, Janice. This is Herb, and I know that in Michigan you hold your hand up, and you can point on your hand to where you are from, because Michigan's like a hand. <laughs> and Yep, we do, and I just went out to Arizona, and everyone that would say, hey, where are you from? I would hold my hand up, and then I Look thought, at hey, that. you may not <laughs> And you know Kalamazoo, that area? Well, my wife is born in Pawpaw, Michigan. Okay. Look at this. Man, we think this is a radio interview about singlehood, and we're all (laughs) home week. So keep going. We're good. Southwest Michigan, keep going. So that's where you're born and grew up, still live in Michigan. Yep. Yep, born and raised here. Uh, Still live in my hometown where I graduated high school from. I thought when I graduated high school that I would pack up everything and move to a big city, and God was like, no, I have plans and purposes for you in this community, so I am here until God calls me elsewhere, so just super passionate about evangelism and just reaching people. I became a Christian when I was 17, attending a youth group, and just really surrendered my life to Him, and so that's where I'm at with that, and I was voted class clown, which is kind of a fun little fact about myself. I have uh, just a ridiculous sense of humor and, and love for just laughter. And so as I'm listening to you guys talk, I'm like, these these are my people. Well, <laughs> yeah. no, you, you, and Char- you, you guys and, have a great personality. You and Charlie have something in common. He spent his whole school uh, term in the hall because he talked too much. But hey, but that's okay. 
the superintendent was a friend of my dad's. The principal and them went, all went to church together. Hey, Charlie, how are you doing? I was w well educated in the hall, and I understand being a class clown. Okay, uh, and, and, and in fact, is. I wear I wear that badge very friendly. Now we're going to narrow. So what year did you graduate from high school? I graduated in two thousand six. Okay, Keith. Did you just do the math? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're not talking to Grandma Moses no, here. No, okay. we're not. Now, I wish this book out was out when my daughter was single because she didn't get married till she was 38. And uh, so she kind of wondered, what's this all about and how can I deal with it? But she did real well and found a great guy finally. Now, are you still single? I am still single, yes. Are you dating anybody? Or you got anybody serious? Or are you, are you living the singlehood? She may want to. She's I am living the single life right now. So well, you, she slayed the single life. Yeah, she, I got to find out I'm what that means. Yeah, is this the first <laughs> book you've ever written, Janice? Um, the first published book. Yes, okay. I've done a lot of writing. Pretty much since I could hold a pencil in my hand, I've been writing. It's just been a passion of mine, my basically my entire life. So, but this is my first published book. Yeah. All right. So we're going to let you dive into this for us. And how do you deal with singlehood? and the burning passions of a society that's sexually out of control. And if everybody looks at somebody and you're pure and you want to have a pure intent for your husband and your wife to bring into the marriage, and they say, you weird. So let's just dive right in from the very beginning and walk us through slaying singlehood, celebrating life in every season. Tell us what it's about. And how the book came into being. Yeah. So I actually, when I started going to youth group, which I touched on a little bit when I was 17 and surrendered my life to the Lord, I was dating someone at that time, and we got married very young. We were still in college, and then within a few years, he was having an extramarital affair, and after a few years of just believing God for restoration with that relationship, um, it just continued until God released me out of that marriage, and so um, I have been single now for five years and counting and so for me it was just a decision when I came out of that like am I going to live in the devastation of what happened um, in my life and choose to just you know give up or just live in defeat or am I going to live a victorious life that Christ died to give me and so obviously I chose the latter you can tell that based off the title of my book that I was like no I'm not going to stop living just because my life doesn't look like what I thought it would and never in my life planned on being single again. This is a season of life that I never thought I would have. Like in my mind, my life plans were to grow old with him and to have children and, and grandchildren someday and travel and do all these things. And that is not what happened. And so obviously we know the enemy wants to come at us with disappointment and discouragement. And, and so I just rose above that and decided that that wasn't going to be my story. And so slay in singlehood, the the word slaying is, was kind of a really popular buzzword when I came up with the title a few years ago. And um, just meaning, like, enjoying it, celebrating it, living it, like, crushing it. And so the Lord gave me the idea for the book shortly after I became single, and so I kind of shelved it for a few years because I had some singleness to live so that I could actually have something to write about and wisdom from this season. And so it was shelved for a few years, and then last year when we were all stuck in our homes, I kind of got a green light from the Lord, like, hey, finish writing this book. And so that's really what I did, put my hands to the plow to finish writing the book. And I love what you hit on, too, about just culture and expectations and all of that. And I was actually just doing a, a video yesterday I recorded because I do podcasts and Facebook Lives and different things with social media. God's given me a platform there to just encourage people with the Word of God and and I was reading out of Matthew 7 about the narrow path and how few, few are on that path and few find it. And so it is no, you know, 
it's no surprise that what God calls us to in his word and when you're in his word and seeing what his will for your life is, that he calls us to things that aren't popular. That's not not what everyone is doing. It's not the broad path that every you know a lot of people are on that leads to destruction, but that narrow path is what leads to life. And so regardless of what people around me are doing or even other Christians who maybe just aren't, you know, in the same place that I am, that my decisions are ultimately are to glorify him and to bring him glory and honor in my life. And so whether people agree with it or not, it doesn't matter as long as I'm being obedient to him. So, yeah. Janice, we're going to throw out, we're not going to throw out any names. We're just going to throw out people that we are aware of, and the names will be kept on Dragnet. You're not only to remember Dragnet. Names have been changed to protect the innocent. That's exactly right, don't, Keith. Don't, don't, don't. Just the facts. Give me the facts. I'm going to give you the, give facts. the facts. Give me the facts. You are on the money, yes, Janice, because I know of a family in a young marriage, just like you said, didn't work out, and years later in Christian work in a marriage in a big family. I know other people that went through a divorce, and the wife or the husband, neither one, have remained single. And the family members and the kids are saying, I like this. I don't, you know. Now, there are others listening to our program today, remarried with the families. I get it. Okay, but yet I think you've got a real, real audience of people saying, you know what? I slipped into that marriage pretty early, had no idea that jerk would do that to me. I, that was not scriptural. That was just us. Okay, and so all of a sudden he, he leaves you. He's an idiot for doing it because uh, God said, honor your marriage bed, and, and he dishonored that. And so through uh, uh, the word, you said, hey, this is it. I'm going to move on. So how have you moved on? How have you moved on in the stereotypes that come from being single? Yeah, and I think, like I talk about celebrating life in every season is the tagline of the book. And for me, just being in the season of singleness and not rushing out of it, because I think that that's just the pressure, like you talked about a little bit of culture of like, hey, there must be something wrong with you if you're not in a relationship and that expectation and pressure to meet someone, fall in love, and move on or whatever. And for me, God wasn't calling me to that. He was calling me to a season of singleness, and I do believe he does have someone for me in due time. But for me, entering into the season of singleness, really initially, like, my focus was on my healing because I had gone through so much hurt and devastation and and everything. Obviously, you can imagine going through something like I went through, and obviously I'm not even sharing the details of it, and that doesn't really matter for today. But just for me allowing the Lord to heal me, spending time in the word and in his presence was huge for me. It still is, um, to just find healing. And then just surrounding myself with community. I hit on that a lot in my book and how important that is because we're never called to isolation, whether you're single or in a relationship, we need community with the body of Christ. And so allowing, um, just the Lord to heal my mind and, and different things and mindsets and lies of the enemy that I had believed as a result of what I had gone through. And so, um, and then allowing him to awaken just the call of God on my life. I really, I didn't know that I had a call for doing podcasting and speaking. And, and I remember the first women's event that I spoke at, like, I was like, Oh, this is, this is what I'm supposed to do. And so just pursuing the call of God on my life has been huge. Starting my own ministry during this time. Um, I realized that I have a love for travel. I had no idea. I didn't even know that about myself, but as I've grown in him and stayed close to his heart, he's just, really solidified my identity in him and what he's called me to and, and awakened my passions and desires. And so I've done a lot of traveling um, just across the U.S. And, and that's been super special for me, writing, uh, writing my first book, which has been like a desire in my heart since, like I said, I was a kid. 
and just really learning and discovering who I am in this season and, and, and allowing him to order my steps, which is what he promises to do. That when we are walking uprightly, he promises to order our steps. So just letting him do that. Janice, uh, there's a disclaimer that they use on our program, and they're getting ready to use it because I'm getting ready to ask you a question and see how you answer. What is that disclaimer, Keith? That disclaimer is that the uh, views of this program do not necessarily align with the views of the staff and the management of the radio station. But okay. often it does. Janice, I'm going to ask everybody else just to turn their radio down for just a minute. <laughs> And I'm going to ask you a question and see how you answer it. You ready? Okay. You sure? Yeah. She must be a lesbian. She's not married. She's not going with anybody. All those things. What about that cultural shock? Yeah. Do you get that pushback? Um, I haven't. I think mostly because people know me well enough to know that that is not the case. Um, And I've never really given any indication whatsoever um, of that. I mean, maybe people have thought that. I don't know. No one's ever said that to me, but that is definitely not a lifestyle that I personally agree with and, and adhere to. So, um, yeah, was, I guess I hadn't ever really thought about well, that. Well, I guess but. that was a curveball because in this society you walk in. Here's what's crazy. You, can't, you cannot walk down the street anymore and see Grandpa walking with the little grandson anymore or the granddaughter. Yeah. The society's crazy, mm-hmm. but what you've written and what you're doing is excellent. So who's the book for? Tell us who it's for. And, and and who's listening today and says, you know what, I want that. And if you want that, Keith? You could call 334-5532, give Herb your name and phone number, and we'll make sure that that book becomes part of your library. So who's it for? Yeah, so as I've been um, obviously selling the book and getting feedback from readers, I've had a lot of married people actually that have read my book, and they're like, you need to tell people this isn't a book just for singles, which I knew like with the title that the Lord gave me, and I ran with it, that that could deter people. Um, But I hit on so many other things, and really the heart of my book is just falling more in love with God and finding out what He has for you in your life. And I hit on a lot of different topics, and you can read through the chapters and see there's a lot that I talk about. But really, I think the tagline is really the heart of the book, of celebrating life in every season. So no matter what season of life you're in, knowing that God has plans and purposes and things that He wants to do in and through your life. And so, honestly, uh, my book, I feel like, is for anyone who knows how to read. Wow. <laughs> hey, Keith. There you go. Now, we've talked about, you know, the the lady side of it because that's who you are. Yeah. But it's just as good for guys that find themselves single or maybe, you know, and we talked about somebody who's been married before. But there's some folks. My daughter was one of them. She went to college, came out of college, stayed single, uh, did not date, kept herself pure until 38. We're talking to that person as well, right? Absolutely. And I do. I talk about... Um, and one of my chapters is called Pledge to Purity, and I talk about what does the Word of God say about purity, why. And I was actually just on a Facebook Live right before I jumped on this interview, and I was reading First Thessalonians, and it talks about how the will of God is our, our sexual sanctification, our purity. And so, yeah, I hit on that and what that looks like. And what does that look for, like for someone who maybe has messed it up, and now you're living for the Lord, or maybe you didn't even know that the Word of God says that. Maybe you're in an environment that doesn't teach that, and whatever. You haven't gotten into the Word for yourself, and so... I do hit on purity and in my book because I think that's super important. And also I have another chapter that's called Coruscate the Crown, and it talks about the scripture that says that a, a wife is a crown for her husband. And so I hit on both sides. What does that look like to be a crown, and what does it look like from the man's perspective to look for a crown, and what, what does that look like scripturally and and all of that. So yeah. Yeah. You say that you do Facebook Lives and podcasts and all that. Is there a website that we go to, or is Good. all of your stuff on Question, Facebook? Buddy. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, my website is stirredupministries.com, and then my Facebook page, and I, I, I do a TikTok, too. I get on there and encourage people, um, just because that's super popular right now with our generation. Hey, so I have TikTok, time out. Instagram, and Facebook. Time yeah. out. I talk faster than I listen, okay? So do me a favor. Yeah. Go back. I want to hear that again. Yeah, give I me, want the website give me a little website. bit slower because somebody's to trying I'm, to get Because I'm going to write it down. You're going to write it. All right, here we go. Absolutely. Website? So the, the website is stirredupministries.com. S-T-I-R-R-E-D. Yep. Stirred Up Ministry. How did you come up with that? Well, my, my best friend and I had actually gotten together at a coffee shop to just get some women together. Um, the Lord had really been putting on my heart a women's ministry for a while. Didn't really know what that would look like. So this was a few years ago. And we got some ladies together, and we kind of saw it as almost like a, you know, like a Mary Kay party or something like yep. that, where we would go into homes and coffee shops, but we're not trying to sell anything. We're just going in with prayer and the Word of God and ministry and all of that testimonies and things and so it, it has totally just changed from our initial vision um, and now we have done coffee shops churches amphitheaters and different things over the last few years just going in with the word of god and encouraging people praying for people seeing them healed in their body and getting breakthrough in their lives and and having women come in and share testimonies and and different things so um, it's based off a scripture in first timothy where it says to stir up the gifts of god that are in you so that's kind of the the initial vision that the Lord gave us was to go oh. into communities, stir them up in the faith, and then send them out to make a difference in their community. I like that. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think it's. I think. I, I, I think it's pretty lame. We're going they're to. In, they're, <laughs> hang on a minute. What? They're in a coffee shop. They bring you those little stirs. So I thought she was oh, going to. You're talking about those little stirs. Yeah, I thought uh, she was going to come back to the coffee. Uh, she went she, to the scripture. That's right. She wants to get you excited about the ministry. So go to klfcradio.com later today in case you didn't get that written down. We're going to put a link was it to her. Com or org. It was a com. Okay. And it stirred up ministry. Was it ministry or ministries? Ministries. Okay. One ministries. Ministries. I-E-S. Yes. Okay. Uh, StirredUpMinistries.com. We'll put a link to that website on our klfcradio.com website. You'll be able to hear Janice's entire interview. And we'll put a link to your Facebook page as well. Is it just your name or what? how do we find you on Facebook? Same thing? Yep. Um, on Facebook and Instagram, it's just Janice. Just Janice. Wow. What? You were able to get Just Janice? Really? Yep. It's a page on Facebook. So, yeah, it's my podcast name, too. Well, that's good. So, so Janice, we're getting ready to turn you loose for just a minute. We're going to give you the audience. Get get ready, class clown. And shouldn't, shouldn't, (laughs) if you don't want to be on task, that's all right. We're not either. Okay. (laughs) So, we're going to set you up in front of an audience. And we're going to give you two minutes, could be three, before we cut you off, okay? But just get your thoughts ready, because we're at this okay. wonderful place in Branson, Missouri. And we've invited a whole bunch of moms who don't have a husband. And some are divorced. Other reasons could have happened, but they're single. How about dads? Uh, Guys. That, no, there's a different meeting. They're down it's the just hall. just ladies. Yeah, they're over to Barbecue Place. You're kind of discriminatory. Watching the Cardinals. I am. And so we're getting ready to introduce you, which Keith will do. you got about 30, 40 women sitting there. They're all single, but they've all been married, and they're struggling. Oh, my goodness. Should I remarry again? Should I not remarry? I'm, I'm really kind of enjoying this, quote, season of my life. And so he's going to introduce you, and you speak directly to them. All right, Keith. Well, from Stirred Up Ministries, and you can check her out on stirredupministries.com. Our speaker this morning to encourage you ladies is Janice Regal. Janice, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. 
I'm excited. Did you just want me to go ahead and start talking? Or You're you on. Uh, yeah, that, didn't you hear the roar of the yeah, crowd? Yeah, they, right. they roared the I mean, searchlight, the, the spotlight. Going, That's it. All right, let the me. Let, wild. i got to wait for them to quiet down so I can talk. No. <laughs> let, me, let me try this again. Um, Our speaker this morning is Janice Regal. Janice, you've got the floor. How's that? Oh, good morning. Thank you so much for having me. So, like they said, my name is Janice, and I'm so excited to just be able to encourage your hearts today. So, my story is one of brokenness that God has so redeemed and beauty for ashes. I love in Isaiah where it talks about that, how God exchanges beauty for ashes and, and mourning for joy. And so that is my story. God has so walked me through a season of brokenness and healed my heart and mind in so many ways. So over the last five years, I have been on what I will call an adventure of being single and just pursuing his heart and his call on my life. And so that is what I've been doing. I released a book called Slay and Singlehood, Celebrating Life in Every Season. And so I just want to hit on one of my favorite chapters in my book, which is my last chapter, kind of saved the best for last. And it is called First Love Passion. And so for me, that is the most important chapter in my book because it's all about our relationship with God. And when we have that right, it just affects every other area of our life. So no matter what we're going through, if we're in a season of brokenness or we're in a season of flourishing, maintaining that first love passion is so important. And we know in Revelations it says um, to return to our first love. It's that call from God to return to our first love with Him. And so I want to read uh, lyrics from a song that I really love. It's called No One Ever Cared For Me Like Jesus. And this is like the theme of my heart. And I know that it, it'll really minister to you too. And it says, If my heart could tell a story, if my life could sing a song, if I have a testimony, if I have anything at all. No one ever cared for me like Jesus, whose faithful hand has held me all this way. And when I'm old and gray and all my days are numbered on this earth, let it be known that in you alone my joy was found. And so that is just what I encourage anyone listening to do is just to pursue after his heart and know that he has plans and purposes in whatever season of life you find yourself in and to not rush out of the season that you're in because God has things that he wants to do in and through your life. And so often it's easy to try to fast forward our life and rush to what's next because we don't like where we're at, but just to trust his heart for you and to know that he does order your steps, that he promises to work out everything for your good when you love him. That's Romans eight twenty eight that he works everything together for our good. And so just trusting his heart and his character and his love for you in the season you're in and letting him do what he wants to do in and through your life now so that when that promise comes, if he's promised you a spouse or whatever it is that you're praying and believing for, that you're ready for it. And so I just encourage people to pursue his heart, to pursue his presence, to stay in the word and love him with everything that you are. That's our first and greatest commandment is to love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And so I encourage you to do that in the season of life that you're in. Ladies and gentlemen, Janice Rigo, yeah! Standing ovation in the crowd. You did a great job, Janice. Thank you so much for encouraging right. our ladies that are with us this morning. And guys, you can tag on to that too. Yeah, I've got a question. If it runs, do you have to go past eight o'clock if this answer takes longer? He's asking you, Janice, yeah. if you've got another appointment yeah, or I, can you I've stay? Okay, because okay. I want to ask you a question, stay. and it might take a long. Sometimes take a longer questions answer. take longer than the answers. So go ahead. Yeah, Keith, it doesn't bother me this morning. I, After what it. she's told us, she's great. Okay, yeah, your your absurd little comment to me. She fits right in at the round. Yeah, table. she could be in the village. She could. Be. No, <laughs> that's, that's an inside joke. Yes, it is. Okay, I've heard this from people that are single. How do you handle going to a place with three couples? Three couples and you. Three couples and you. 
Six chairs at the table. Here's the seventh one. Come with us out to have pizza. Husband, 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 wife, 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 and you. How do you handle that? Yeah, being the fifth wheel isn't that a isn't that a topic of discussion. Yeah. Um, I think for me, I'm an extrovert with like a capital E, so those kind of situations don't really make me personally uncomfortable. Because honestly, when I even was married, I did a lot of things without him just because he wasn't social and didn't want to do things all the time. So I have learned to do like I attend church by myself on Sundays, and so um, and obviously I have a community there. They're like my family. And so it doesn't bother me, but yeah, just going anyway, I would encourage people, like, even if it feels awkward or you feel out of place to go anyway, because community is so important and, and God put people in our lives. And so I love that because I have people in my life that are widowed. I have people in my life that are divorced, people that have never even dated. I have married friends. I have you know, people that have lost their spouses to death and, you know, so many different things, military families and friends, like just surrounding yourself with people and knowing that God has things to teach you through them. And so maybe it's an opportunity for you to see how married couples interact and whatever, like, um, yeah, just trusting him that if he's put you in those situations that, you know, not letting it, not letting insecurity. I've got, I've got question number two, our last question. (laughs) Right after this break, Keith will tell you how that works. We'll be right back with our new friend from Southwest Michigan, Janice Regal. Looks like Raggle. Janice Regal, she's got Janice on her Facebook. Slain Single, that's the name of the book. And uh, if you missed it, you got to leave us. Go to klfcradio.com. Janice, grab a uh, quick cup of coffee. We'll be back in about a minute and a half. She's probably in the poo-poo crowd, isn't she? Uh, uh, she, You go to Starbucks up there? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. She's just poo-poo. like my daughter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. $14 for a cup of coffee. That's it. With a little stir. That's why though. she's single. Yeah, but she's got that little stir she can oh, yeah. use. Hey, we're going to continue, Janice, so stay Mocha. with us. We'll be Mocha, right what all of this Mocha stuff? Mocha Baraka? I don't know. We'll be back in just a moment on Good Morning Ozark. Stay with us. 48 degrees. Herb, give us the weather. Welcome to the 8 o'clock half hour of Good Morning Ozarks. Keith O'Neill and Charlie Ingram with you. Our guest today, Janice Regal from Michigan, is with us. She wrote the book, uh, Stir... Slayin'. Slayin'. What? Slayin'. 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 Come on, you're Malabama. You know, come Uh, on, slayin'. 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 She did not get that from Southwest Michigan, believe me. It would have been slaying up there. Slaying, yeah. Where I'm from, slayin'. Slayin'. Slayin' single. You You could say killing single. I don't know. Whatever. No, you're not. Any, no, 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 that no, 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 Oh, I I love, love, love music. I do sing. I don't sing necessarily publicly. It's been a while since I've even done a special at church. But um, I do love music. I was in the band from middle and high school, band, band nerd over here, and uh, used to play bass on the worship team. I haven't done that in a while. So, I, But, yeah, I love music. I'm uh, always, everything someone says becomes a song for me. <laughs> Janice, come on. It's only got four strings. No, they can have five-string yeah. basses, too. Uh, is that, have, is, is it upright? No, 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 no. no. You've got the electric one. you got the electric one, and you can have a four- or How five do you know string. it wasn't an up, a stand-up bass? It could have been, but she, uh, she does not. Country. 
She does not strike me as a bluegrass okay. player, which those are right. namely used. In. Are you ready for my question? What kind of music, Janice, do you like? Oh, I love contemporary Christian music, but Who's honestly, your... I love most genres of music. Um, the Who's most, your... I pretty much just listen to that. I mean, I love some some good Christian rap once in a while, but <laughs> who's um, your favorite artist? Who's your favorite artist? Oh gosh! Oh my! Right gosh. off the top of your head! Oh. Bam! Gosh! Well, I, I honestly, the first person I thought of was Jeremy Camp because he was really the first Christian artist that I ever listened to when I became a believer, yep. and so he's just kind of always had a special little okay. corner in my heart um, oh. because of that, and so. All right. Hey, what about Bill Gates and the vocal band? <laughs> She's not a okay. Southern gospel. Yeah. Oh, She's my. not well, a Southern gospel one. You're going to find out. You're when just you go- like my daughter. When I say something like that, she goes, Dad. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. When you go back to our website to listen to your podcast and put it up on your website, you go to klfcradio.com, and after our program, you'll hear our music format, and you'll be hooked. She's right in there. You yep. will be hooked because we've got the best contemporary Christian format in the region. They took two old geezers like Keith and I, transformed us into the point where I heard a fuzz guitar one time, and I said, who in the world would listen to that? To which a caller called said, I love that I love that, that guitar. Yeah. Okay, here's your last question. Are you ready? So give our, uh, give our radio station okay. a listen. You'll like it. All right, here you go. We just had a caller send us a caller. They want to know if you'd like to get married. No, they didn't oh, say that. No, he did what not. What they said was. He says, now he's a single guy. He's yeah. a good friend of the stations. I like this lady. Yeah. So you've scored a hit. Yeah, he likes what you've said. So here's the deal. The crown you're talking about at home, I will go home and polish that, and I'll put it back on my wife because that's that's where it belongs, not on me, right? Yep. So here's the deal. Mr. Wright comes along and says, I know you wrote a book on singlehood, but to be honest with you, I wouldn't mind you being in my hood, okay? <laughs> And 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 so something wrong with you and, saying and, my hood just my, doesn't my, work. My my question is neighborhood. Okay. Okay. Would you? My be question my is: Do you go home and go? I I can't date him or marry him. I wrote a book on singlehood. <laughs> so what are you open to? <laughs> uh, absolutely. So it's funny because I've I've met a few guys. Obviously, I'm not like uh, you know bunkering down, hiding in my closet. And I pray, it, like the word says, pray about everything. So, and I prayed about things. I've like been out on walks. I'm like, hey, God, what about this guy? And he's like, nope, not the one for you. So just trusting his heart and knowing that we can hear his voice. So um, always praying about things like that. But I actually had a couple ask me that at a church. They're like, well, you wrote a book called Slaying Singlehood. So like, what, what's gonna, what are you going to do if, you know, a relationship comes along? I'm like, I'm going to write a book called Mastering Marriage because I love alliteration. Yay. So anyway. <laughs> There you go. Uh, well, but I know God has promised me someone, so I'm believing for that. And, um, you know, this is just the season of life I'm currently in, but I don't expect to be here forever by any means. There you go. Janice, That's if good. you want to know what a class That's clown cool. looks like, I'm going to give you a song to look up on YouTube. You may not have ever heard it. But you look it up, okay. and you'll find it. It was written about me, and I didn't smoke, but it was called. You ready? I'm ready. Yeah. Keith? I'm ready. Go ahead. Why did it just leave me? You, it left you. Yeah, just a minute. I got it right here on the top of my head. <laughs> smoking in the man. Come on, what is it? Come on, Keith. Oh, smoking in the poison. Yeah, yeah. Come on, who's that? <laughs> That's a oh, he's a clown now. Oh yeah. You're oh, you're talking clown. about Charlie Brown. He's, he's a clown. That's it. Oh, okay. That's an old song. Yeah, look at Janice up. of the fifties, uh, as a matter of fact. Why is everybody always picking, picking. on? And my me? wife reached down and pulled me out of that lifestyle <laughs> and said, "Young man, come with me. I will lead you down a path." 
much better than what you're on. If you straighten up, I'll stay married to you for over 50 years. At least. It's Good <laughs> Morning Ozarks, 88.1 FM. Yeah. All right, we sometimes do this. It's your turn to interview us, Janice. Mm, what do you want to know about Branson? What do you want to know about us, marriage, and that type of thing? Have give you us, ever been here? Give us a couple of questions. Yeah, I actually was in Branson two years ago. Um, oh, part of my traveling that God's allowed me to do during my singlehood. I loved Branson. Beautiful. Thank Got you. to go to one of your Broadway shows while I was out there. What well, was called Broadway's Greatest Hits. Yep. Great oh, yeah. show. That's here. So, Did you yeah, know there's so, more theater okay. seats here than there is on Broadway in New York? Really? Yes, ma'am. I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, did you is. know there's 964 miles of shoreline on Table Rock Lake? Do <laughs> you know there's three lakes in this region? <laughs> they are called Table Rock Bull Shoals. I and did ta- not know that. And Tani Como. Yeah. Did you know more people come here to fish than you do to go to shows? Yeah. All kinds of stuff. Did you know one of the most richest men Shoot. in the region owns a company called Bass Pro? And Cabela's. Right here in Branson, Missouri. Did you know all that? I didn't know any of that. But, yeah, I'm in the boonies here. So Bass Pro and all those types of yep. Cabela's. Yep, right here. Oh, yeah. Well, ask us the questions. Got a lot of hunters and fishers. All right, ask us the questions. We're just sitting on the porch with you, and the three of us are sitting out here, and you're turning to one of us, the bald one maybe, and say, I'd like to ask you, hmm. Anything at all? I would anything. ask you how anything you that's appropriate. Anything that's appropriate for radio. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I would ask you how you got into radio, because radio has been something that I, which is why I started a podcast, actually, um, have been super passionate about because I, I did a lot of volunteering like at concerts and I've done a ton of volunteering at concerts and helping run merch tables and just different things. And so radio and music is, is just a passion of mine. So Man. I would ask you that. How did you guys get into radio? I'll go first. Go. Mon- money. <laughs> yeah, the lack of it. Money. A uh, <laughs> number of years ago, about 24 years ago roughly, a small Christian radio station with 100 watts, as the lady said, Charlie, your wattage in your radio station is no bigger than a light bulb. <laughs> And so uh, a gentleman that knew me very well that helped start the station is Charlie. You know everybody. Why don't you do a radio program? We had a very, very strong station in town, a morning show. And I thought, oh, how's that going to work? So we did one called Good Morning Ozarks because I was in Vietnam. We did one called Good Morning Vietnam. So it's Good Morning Ozarks because it's not about Keith or I. It's about the show uh, and, 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 and the guests. And so we went on the air very successfully for the first six months where we'd say something like this. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. Herbie raised his hand and said, we're off the air. Off, okay, off the air, so we'll come back again tomorrow. Come back tomorrow. Hello. 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 And then, by God's grace, out of this wonderful place in Michigan, were two people by the name of Herb and Vicki Smith came to this town and walked into a pastor's office and said, there's something about to heard your radio station, and they transformed us from a little podunk station to where I can sit, in my opinion, we can sit next to uh, Moody Broadcasting. We can sit sit, uh, sit next to who's the guy out of Kansas City Trailer Buyer Station that has a, one here? Oh, Bot. Bot Radio. Mm-hmm. I think we can sit next to anybody, studio, guest quality, etc., and we do it because we love it and the ministry of it. And if you go back yesterday and listen to the podcast to celebrate recovery and two lives that were changed, you'll see why we do it. So that's my part. But Keith's a real professional. Keith? <laughs> I don't know. I grew up in Los Angeles, California, in the San Fernando Valley. And after high school, which I was so glad to get out of and wasn't sure I was going band to. Band nerd. I was a band nerd. Yep, just like Janice. She was in the band, so she knows about us drummers. And I had no idea what I was going to do. About three months later, somebody uh, mentioned a radio and television school in Hollywood. And I went there for 18 months, got my first 
job in radio. One of my first jobs was at a Christian radio station, uh, a 100,000 watt FM station in Los Angeles. I did that. And then uh, I went to Nebraska, Grand Island, Nebraska, spent eight years there in radio. The company I was with bought a, a powerhouse radio station in Springfield, Missouri, which is just up the road from us, 35 miles. I went there, and then, like a young man in uh, corporate America, they came to me and said, we would like, I was operations manager by then, they said, we would like you to go to our stations in Salina, Kansas, and operate those for us. Now, Salina, Kansas is as flat as this table, and Springfield and Branson, you saw how beautiful it was. So I said, in my wisdom of a young man, you know, I'd rather be unemployed in the Ozarks than working in Kansas. And they said, we can make that happen, young man. So I stayed in Springfield, went into television, uh, lost my sight 40, 39 years ago, was producing television at that time, and uh, went to work for a company doing software for the blind, visually impaired. I bought a recording studio in Branson, and here I am. And one day, uh, they asked me to come on and talk about... They didn't ask you. You did, Thank about music. You. Come on. And he had a co-host, Sheila. Thank you. was there. And the day that I was supposed to be here, he decided to take a business trip. So Sheila and I did the program together, and she asked me about music and all that kind of stuff. And then they asked me if I would be a... They didn't ask you. You asked me if, that, if I could be a co-host when you were gone, Traveling. which you were gone a lot. If then. you're going to tell this story... Well, I don't get all my facts right. And so anyway, then <laughs> Sheila decided she was going to do something else. She's And her husband pastor a church here, and the Lord called her uh, off of a regular appearance on the program as a co-host. And so I stayed. And they can't get rid of me. Yeah. So there you go. And I made so much money in the import-export business, I, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> so and we both volunteer. Yeah, it's this is a volunteer Been doing it for, for 20 us. plus years. Yep. There you are, Janice. So there you go. Got another question? That is so cool. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I do have another question. What's right. something on your bucket list? Something you want to do on your bucket list. Now, that's a good question. Watch Keith skydive <laughs> and look for his ripcord. <laughs> <laughs> so he's jumping out and he says... What was the name of that Indian? <laughs> yeah. Geronimo! Geronimo, yeah. Mm. You, you give your bucket list, that's and I'll give mine. That's his bucket list. No, I hope I, that's not your bucket no. list, because I can't fulfill that. My, You know, I haven't really thought about... I have been so thankful and privileged to do a lot of things. Um, I'm going to have to think about that one, and I'll okay. show you something that happens in the radio, Janice. We take a break for about a minute and a half, and we'll be right back. I'll try and answer that question. Mr. O'Neill, before you answer the bucket list question, we've had a text from uh, one of our listeners, and I'm going to see if I can get winner, winner, chicken dinner. Are you ready? All right, go for it. They've asked age, and I think I got it, between 32 and 34. For Janice? Yes. What, you don't think she's exactly, going to admit? I'm 33. What? 33? Right on. I said exactly. I'm 33. Right. Look right. at exactly that. Keith winner. There you go. Okay, My Keith. goodness. All right. But, you That's know, just Janice. I snuck into that because I asked her that high school. I understand. Because I, I'm 74, I don't, I've done a lot, and I've been privileged to do a lot. I've been saved since I was 14. Uh, I have had the opportunity to see and be places and meet people. My wife has just done, during COVID, a a scrapbook on my uh, life and family, and she goes back to the 16th and 1700s. Uh, I had a recording studio here, and so I have met many, many, many people and had an opportunity to visit with a great deal of folks. I guess if I had a bucket list at all, I would like for a moment 
to have my sight and be able to go visually see the Grand Canyon. I remember seeing it on film and all that kind of junk. And I went there after I was blind, and the people around me that had seen it for the first time were going, wow, it's bigger than I ever thought. So I'd like to see some things like that for a moment, but most importantly, I'd like to see my wife, who I've never seen in person. There you go. That's my bucket. So Keith remembers him. I just went to the Grand Canyon three days ago. See, did Look you, at you did you say wow when you saw it? It was breathtaking, overwhelming. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that and and a picture yeah. I don't think probably does it justice. So if I could have not, that not for a all. moment to just see that, I think I would also go, whoa. Did you walk out on the glass platform? Oh yeah, did you do that? Um, actually, that's on the north entrance, which isn't open till mid-May. We were oh. so we did the south entrance, and no, now my best friend was out on the ledges as close as she could get to the edge. I was like, my knees were turning to jello. Yeah, <laughs> did you ride the train in from Williams? There's a that goes on the no, south rim. We, we actually drove. Okay, okay, all right. I got my bucket list. Your Are bucket you ready? List. Yeah, go. My wife and I would like to start in Atlanta and walk the entire you trail. Would, you would no, not. would not. Not, I thought I'd throw that out and see what my wife would say. She, number, number two, she wouldn't be my wife and I would long. like to get a 2021 Kenworth with the new big sleeper on it and be a double-team team driver across the country. No, you would not. Probably not. No. You know, I, Vince would fix you I, I'm like, I'm like, I couldn't listen. If, if I was coming down the road... Somebody say, oh, look out. bottle rockets on the way. Somebody, one of our listeners the other day, Charlie had been gone for a week, and my wife and I co-hosted last week, which was fun. And then he came back, and one of our regular listeners said uh, that Charlie was like a bottle rocket without a stick. You light it, you don't know where he's going to go, but it's fun. That, that, that didn't impress her. That, <laughs> no, that, that, that hurt me. That, that, no, I'm, I'm literally just, you can't hear me, but I'm shaking my head like, yep, I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that hurt me. Yeah. It. So I've got I've got 10 you. minutes to get over uh, it or ask you. you for forgiveness or I can't take the Lord's Supper next time. There you go. Hey, it's Good Morning Ozarks. <laughs> Keith, it's time for your quiz. Name of the book, Keith. Name of the book is uh, Defeat the Signal. Come no, on, it's Slaying. Slaying. Single. Slaying. Slaying. Yeah. Slaying single, learning how to deal with it and how to live a joyous and overcoming life within it. Our if that's where name? you find yourself. Janice Regal Spell is Regal. her name. R-I-G-L-E. I don't know. G-E-L. G-E-L. R-I-G-E-L. Her website. Her website is uh, ministries.com. Stirupministries.com. Stirredupministries.com. Got it. Yep. Is that right? Okay. All right. And she podcasts yep. and everything like that. You go to... Facebook and search Janice. That's yeah. all she said. Yeah. Janice on Facebook and TikTok. Just and, Janice. Beg your pardon? So I wasn't saying only Janice. It's actually called Just Janice. Oh, Just Janice. I thought when you were saying Just Janice that all I'd put in was Janice. But now I have to put in Just Janice, That's what right? she said, Keith. I didn't yep. get it. I'm sorry. I didn't either. I'm she glad didn't, you said I'm it. I'm glad you hey. said it. So Just Janice, that's where you'll so, find her on Facebook and TikTok and all those other crazy things. Now, here's your task. You can go to klfcradio.com after 12 or 1 o'clock on your computer. You can go on your smartphone. But if you go on your computer, you can get a link, and you can put the link on your uh, podcast. And people can hear this wonderful interview this morning by the two old men in Branson, Missouri. God bless you. We're going to let you go. By the way, did uh, Don Otis tell you there's a charge for this? <laughs> he did, but he said he was covering it. So That's I'm exactly right. what I thought. Good God job, bless you. Don. Have a great day, everybody. See you. Hey, Janice, thank you very much. God bless you. <laughs> thank you, guys. See you. Bye-bye.
The Just Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. To find other great podcasts in the network, visit newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Just Janice Podcast.